Welcome to the Tantra and Yoga podcast. These podcasts are recorded live at Anuttara Ashram with Artemis and Bhairav in the Nishka Nation of Northern BC, Canada. They bring clarity to some of the fundamental questions by spiritual seekers along the path of awakening. As we're bringing awareness into these aspects of ourselves that are like, that we've been identified with, you know, non-virtuous things that are like not, and like so much is dissolving so quickly of our understanding of who we are. Mm. Um, I guess uh, maybe I'll describe it through personal experience. It's like, just like being in a space, like, okay, everything I thought I knew about myself is kind of irrelevant now. And then there's um, other pieces or parts that come up that are like, okay, now I just have to like interact with everyone from like my memory of what you do to, to like mm-hmm. uh, connect or relate or whatever. But it's like just carrying out some patterns. And um, so I'm going to hang that, the actual question over here, which is like, what do I do with that? And then at the same time, it's like, just say over here, like the only place that it ends up so far for me is like, if I'm not all these things, what am I? Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, while I don't know the answer to that question, or I have not much depth in hiring into that, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Because the space is just like, really painful between like, mm. not having any knowing any which way beautiful questions Mm -hmm. yeah we can at the deepest level we can really never know but in the beginning it's it can be painful because um we what can the mind Um, attach itself to the mind keeps stays alive or keeps moving our ego keeps moving because of identification but if we're changing our focus from identification to something else and that something else is the unknown then it can feel like it can feel really painful because it's like uh, annihilation. You know, it can feel like annihilation. So. Yeah, it, it's a matter, I think, of inquiring into that. What am I? Who am I? And don't expect an answer in that. And in that unknowing, in that, like... Uh, in that place of of questioning, like the, the answer is not what we least expect. It just brings us back into being and into that presence. Um, there's a few things I want to say. First, that I know this space. Um, kind of a shedding of skins in a sense and a slight disassociation of not knowing how to function 
when we aren't identifying so much with these old patterns. Mm. And in terms of the inquiry and where you're kind of reflecting where you're at at this time, mm, it may be helpful to know that like you, you won't find anything. There's not going to be a place where you'll land where you'll be able to say, now I know who I am. But through inquiry, you will continue to deepen and be. So you'll never see or find, but you will be more and more. And as you stabilize in a sense, because there's not a you that stabilizes in a place, but as you, as you continue to inquire and deepen into yourself, there will be an ease here that then without uh, investment or without care, but not that you don't care about people, but without being swayed by, by all of the things of the world, mm-hmm. y- you contentedly watch conversation happen and watch, you know, but not in like a, I'm over here and conversation is happening over there. But more of this, like, how, how beautiful it is that the, the mind still knows how to talk. And this, and this person, how, how grateful I am to have it so that I can relate and connect to myself through other persons. Mm-hmm. And so that might feel like a, a big jump right now as well. But one thing that I want to try to seam together is this place of inquiry and this place of, of being a person connecting. And as Bhairav, again, just to reiterate it in a different way, what he's saying, to learn to inquire as we're moving about in the world, not just when we're sitting on our cushion, but to, to it can be wonderful to have a conversation with someone and then maybe they get up and leave, or even while you're talking to all of a sudden be like, where am I right now? As these words are flowing, where am I in this space? Or maybe you need them to leave when the inquiry is still kind of fresh and just to be like, who was I identifying with? Or there's a part of me that loved that conversation or there's a part of me that hated that conversation. And what is that? What part of my ego is that revealing to me in this moment? This part of me that likes this or doesn't like that. And, and so the inquiry and the inquiry and the connection can start to come together and uh, connecting with others can be part of our sadhana yeah for uh for so long for me um, this question this question who am i or what am i it was so profound that i couldn't wrap my mind around it it didn't like i couldn't I, I could I just couldn't understand what that would like even where to go with that you know because I was trying to somehow answer it with the mind I was even trying to contemplate it with the mind yeah this this what am I we have to ask it and not ask it to be like I don't know I don't know isn't really isn't the answer to what am I <laughs> because 
somebody said, well, you can never know. So then you're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> we, yeah. The, well, we just have to rest in that open awareness that comes in just this, the profoundness of, of the question. Because it's there. When we ask this question, we just have to be attentive to that openness, that open awareness, which is silent and which is still. We can put a lot of words, you know, that aren't any, don't, aren't any of them. Um, but it, it's profound. You also, you have to confirm for yourself that there is not an I. Because this is the first belief that we had as humans. So you, you have to confirm. You can't just take our word for it. And you have to, at least from my experience, you have to let it set you on fire. That it's like, when I discover what the I is, like for me... I felt adamantly when I first came to inquiry that when I discover what the I is, everything will be solved in my life. And to a certain degree, it was true, you know, but I did, I, I discovered the I, but didn't discover the I. And I know that's probably really confusing to say, but we have, like, I discovered that there was no I <laughs> and I had to keep, you have to keep, and then it's not like, okay, I've discovered there's no I done, but uh, you keep, keep confirming, especially because it's so quick to to come back the you know we destroy the ego and it reassembles itself it, you'll never be ego free and so as soon as you're starting to believe in that new form you have to inquire who is the i what is the i what where am i i use the word investing where am i investing in the story and thinking that you know so so you have to confirm for yourself where the source of the I comes from. Um, and in continuing to inquire, you start to, as Muji Baba says, you start to give off the scent, you know, you, you start to give off the scent of, of peace and, and contentment and joy and all of these things. And person's still there, but it becomes less and less of a problem. And like I say, more of a joy to just watch it interact and, yeah. Um, I guess you could think of mind as being in the sky, open sky, or a bird flying through the sky in the clouds of who you think you are, just passing through, and different storm clouds, and you can just watch it. And just, you could be watching it the whole time, seeing it. It's like, this is this me? Is this me? And you're still flying to Yes, sure. Like the yeah, just to put it into words that feel more comfortable for, mm -hmm. for myself, mm -hmm. of like, we could say that you are the sky. Mm -hmm. And that there's these clouds of person mm -hmm. that will rise. Mm -hmm. Or there are even, maybe we chop through the clouds, mm -hmm. but there's still a feeling that there's an I. In the sky, you know, there's a me mm -hmm. here mm -hmm. as the sky, mm -hmm. and so we need to. Mm -hmm. Who who is this one that even in emptiness is saying that they exist here, and to continue to 
to try to find this I. Yeah. So like, over time, like, do you just become like less and less identified with yourself? Like if you're so caught up in like everything, you don't want to be, but like, is it just time, patience, like practice, like what? For some people, they ask the question once and it's done. Uh, you know, my experience with self-inquiry has been quite different from Bhairav's experience with self-inquiry. Uh, what, what our experience is with self-inquiry might be very different from what yours is. Um, but there is a key in the questioning, whether it be who am I or what am I or, you know, inquiry for myself takes on so many different questions and colors. Uh, of, of just investigating this this I. It's like, like the I is truly all of the money in the world. It's like the most precious thing we could say. And whenever we're, this investment, as I say, as soon as we see the I, you're investing it into something, if that makes sense. Like I am a person or I don't like these things or I am a spiritual person or I am the inquirer or I am the one who witnesses these things or I don't know who I am and uh, you know that as soon as we attach I to something else we're losing a chunk of of our most precious thing and so it's not the I again it's not really something that we will find or be able to hold but we become more and more and more I think you asked something around is is it that we become less and yeah, less yeah. the the person. Yeah. So one thing that I, I I feel from my experience and not as on a finish line or something like this, but as somebody who's been at least been inquiring for for some time is the person still stays. Mm-hmm. Person doesn't go anywhere. We need the person. Mm-hmm. Uh in in if we have no, when we're in a place of, of really not being identified with the body or the mind, we can't function. We need people to help us. And so the, the person is a very helpful thing, but we learn to not think that that's all that we are. And for a time that takes kind of running away from it and trying to find the I, and then more and more it comes to a place where the person isn't a problem with all of its stinkiness. Um, yeah. Want to add to that? Mm. Yeah, and in that, I feel as well that the um, the person uh, will tend to harmonize to some degree. There will be still like deep-rooted um, mental tendencies and things like this that are hard to shake, like different habits that we might have but that uh, the person tends to be more at peace even. Uh, Even with those negative habits, they're more at peace with those things where it would have driven them crazy before because they're too good for that. They're a spiritual person Mm -hmm. and all of this. So so just uh, having more of this peacefulness is something that naturally starts to come about. Uh, More joy, maybe... Mm. Uh, yeah, 
that there's a difference between joy and happiness. Happiness, like um, I read one author who who defined these two terms very beautifully. Happiness is dependent upon outward circumstances, while joy is something that comes from within. At least that's how they defined it. So, um, so yeah, the the person is is very necessary, and and actually. Um, on a tantric path, it's looking directly towards embodying, um, having it being an embodiment of the divine, rather than, I don't know, trying to to leave the person behind. Oh, I don't like that. So, because that, we can get into then spiritual bypassing, you know. We, uh, we start to understand some things maybe quickly, as it happens for some people, and then that we bypass that person. We're no longer, we're um, just uh, looking away from uh, from those negative qualities that we might have instead of um, accepting them as part of us. Uh, not to say that they can't dissipate over time, but to, to um, really see who am I, not only as spirit, but who am I also in accepting of the person, of what's happening in the life situation at the moment, and being peaceful with that, and also working to change that, but not breaking, cutting ourselves down, and all the rest. There's something else that I just feel in, to kind of share, which is maybe slightly off topic in a sense, but I feel is really important. And I wish somebody had said this to me, um, which is just simply that there will still be pain, but there won't be suffering. Mm -hmm. So you're still sad when your dog gets hit by a car, but it isn't like, you know, months of depression mm -hmm. or, or so on like this, you know, for like, and suffering still comes in my life, but less and less. And anxiety, as I briefly mentioned, was a big part of my life for some times. And anxiety still comes. Mm -hmm. But now I don't try to do anything about it. Mm -hmm. It's I try to explain it to Choki sometimes that it's like a fart in the wind. You know? <laughs> There's nothing you can do. You you can like get really upset that the fart was there, you can try to fan and you know make it go away. But it, at the end of the day, it's just going to pass. And so let, <laughs> just, just let it be there. Let it go by. And it, it's a lot. That's where the suffering comes. And like, this shouldn't be here. And like, how can we need to like build a wall to stop the smell and like this kind of thing. <sighs> that's the suffering versus like, oh, that's quite painful that I have to smell that right now. <laughs> and then it's gone. Yeah. that come to you as you farted in the wind? <laughs> <laughs> just a fellow fart joke lover, so uh, she really like she liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> For other people, I'll often talk about the weather instead. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to stop the rain, you know, it's can't help it. Thank you for joining us in our Q&A for today. 
If you'd like to continue on your path of Tantra and Yoga, be sure to visit the description of this podcast where you'll find a link to a free Tantra course on Mantra Meditation, an in-depth Tantra meditation course, our community membership, as well as our teacher trainings. We have 200, 300, and 500 hour certified Yoga Alliance trainings that blend traditional and contemporary methods so that you can learn and teach authentic yoga in the modern world. We hope to see you at our school. Hari Om.